if you don't have your guns, you still had your mouth. Of course, you had to be careful how you fired that off. Hello and welcome to episode 492 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a Thursday Comics and MS episode. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. That was a quote from Dean F. Wilson, Coil Hunter. I don't know what that is. Uh, but we have a little stack of comics that we're going to try and get through today. Other than that, I don't think I have anything else I really need to go over. Anything happening or anything like that. Have idiots that call me up and tell me that I got an appointment tomorrow, and it's like well, I told you to send me a thing, a reminder ahead of time, not call the day be- the night before and tell a person that you're coming to see them at an in-home appointment. Why the hell wouldn't they send me an email like I asked? But yeah, I'm not gonna get into bitching about that. I'm tired of dealing with all the doctor crap, but. We're going to talk about comics, because comics are fun. Starting off with Gunslinger number 13. Now, these comics that we're going through today, most of them I haven't read in probably a week. So I got to try and remember the stories. But we're starting again, as we often do with the Gunslinger books, with him and the kid. This time they're having some food in a diner, just talking about things, getting ready to go do what they have to do. And the gunslinger is still on the hunt for a certain family of characters that happen to have done him wrong in the past. And he's trying to hunt them down and take care of, take care of the situation as he prefers as he likes as he wants to and while he's hunting a certain member of this crew down uh, he gets introduced to uh, some other sneaky little character along the way so he's fighting his way through these families of people that have done him wrong and at the same time he's being hunted by lots of characters himself so the storyline is still staying strong i am enjoying it i'm gonna stick i've decided now finally just gunslinger i'm gonna stick with that run and i'm gonna stick with the regular spawn run I wish people would learn how to answer a phone. If they just push a damn button and say hello, then they could talk. (laughs) uh, Next up, we have Lunar Lizard, number one. This is uh, Art Baltazar book. Oh, yeah, comics crew. Artbaltazar.com. This is the black and white comic from 2005. 2004 that uh, has this 
fun little lizard character that's hanging out with a monkey character in most of the story. They're dealing with some uh, fun and heroics of our night, and they're messing around with uh, oh, in ther- thermodynamic chill, they're messing around with a space shuttle returning, I guess, to the planet, or but. While they do that, they come across a character that just so happens to be frozen in some ice, and they thaw him out and get to deal with him. And it's just a fun; these are fun little short stories, basically a variety of them, a lot like the Oh Yeah comics that we've been talking about a lot lately, because I've been picking up a couple every time I order from Art. But it's just a lot of little fun stories in black and white. Next one was Lunar Lizard in Mitosis, where the lizard and his monkey buddy just happened to go to a planet full of aliens or and this there's a little birthday party going on that they become part of. It's just they're all fun, goofy stories that are good for the whole family, all ages. Uh, next story was Simeon Sleepwalker, where you have his chimp friend that goes sleepwalking into space, I guess, <laughs> type story. There's Automatic Systematic. Where our little lizard buddy made a robot, and you get to see what types of things happen with the robot that he designed. Then there's another lunar lizard story in the back that just kind of collaborates a few of the stories together to make another fun story with going into space. Then you get a little letter in the back from Dr. Louis Flamingo Jr. And it's just, yeah. If, if you can get your hand on this, I suggest if you like Art Balthazar stuff, this was a fun story. I'm, fun characters. I'm hoping to see more of them in the near future. I don't know if he's going to bring Lunar Lizard back. Or if that was just a one-shot deal, he's so damn busy lately that he's bringing more and more stuff out and then also bringing back some of his old stuff. Yeah. And then, sticking with the mini-story type of comics that have a variety of stories in them, we had this plan... Planet... It's I think it's Planet Comics. Yeah, Planet Comics number 9 with the Plan 9 from Outer Space cover that I showed on the YouTube videos from Antarctic Press. I was all excited about this just because of the cover for a crappy movie from our past. But it's historically crappy. But 
I open it up not knowing what this is, if it's ongoing run or what. And here it's a variety of little stories, which is nice. Starting out with uh, Water Wars 2288 Part 2. So I haven't read Part 1, but I want to see Part 1. But we see robots and humans and fighting over... Over life, I guess. Over. And basically. The same with everything. Where you have the end of the world. And then certain characters take over certain things. And other beings are trying to live a normal life that they want to live. But are being forced to live someone else's life. And they got to fight back. You got robots and stuff that they have conflict with and it was interesting but i don't have part one so i don't know the whole story of what's going on so now i want to get go back and get more of these i'd like to get all of them now i i could see i enjoyed all this all these little stories in here a name matters was the next story a savage lords of the cosmos story Outside of Axiom, the resting place of disease and rot, home of the death, death cult, known as the Disciples of Umex. Yeah, we have a bunch of beastly type characters and battles going on in this one. It's like another take control type storyline with a character that keeps wanting them to ask him his name and they won't ask him his name and so eventually he gets harmed to a point that starts showing some of his internal parts and then we eventually do learn his name next story the scream this one i'd love to see where this could go but it's basically a being that has lots of different heads and can interchange the heads and you get to see how he gets the head, how it gets the heads, why it's got heads, what it's doing with the heads. It's just very interesting story. It's something that's been played with in the past many different ways and i like what they did with this one and i'd like to see it go on further i mean it was a complete story as far as they wrote it it's had a beginning and end and say nothing about it going on further but i i'd like to see more about it and we got hobo which first basically uh A human and kind of like alien AI robotics type creatures that it's dealing with. The whole story laid out without words. Uh, but yeah, it was done okay, but yet it was done kind of confusing. So it's another one I'd like to have more to explain it more. But this is my first chance, first uh, shot at this at Planet Comics, and 
at least I think I might have got one other issue a long time ago. I feel like I did for a cover at one time and just never just don't remember what I said about it and stuff and what it was all about. But I enjoyed it. I I I love the short story type of comics. It's like give me a comic with a bunch of short stories that can change at any moment. You get different short stories throughout the issues. I like that. So hopefully we'll see more of that type of stuff. And speaking of that type of stuff, I have Manga Z. Number two and number three from Antarctic Press. Also a bunch of short stories. Uh, We have Fluff's Fury Part 1, which I can't remember... Well, this had to deal with a janitor, a very interesting janitor that's uh, part of something that he, he basically took a wrong turn or is in a part of a the facility that they're not supposed to be in. And interesting things happen because of it. But yeah, I like this. And uh, because he did something wrong, he's getting punished for it. And he get to... Uh, Watch and see what happens. That why he's being punished and what what's going to happen overall because of it. Uh, there's the fabulous jazz doll part two, which this is an interesting. It's kind of like AIs went back to the 1920s, 30s, and uh, she's a gal from that era that has some powers and is being chased by vehicles that have powers kind of kind of transformerish but yeah it was a fun fun story i don't know if i i think i read the first one but these manga z comics yeah because i got the first issue so it would have been in the first issue so because she she looks familiar yeah, I enjoyed that. We have Foxy and Wolfie Part 2, which is uh, a bunch of school kids. And there's some normies and there's some characters that have, like, animal ears. Like they said, the Foxy character. She's got, like, little fox ears and stuff. There's a variety of different gals with different ears. I don't see boys with any type of different facial uh, items. They look like normal boys, but the girls all seem to have some type of ears, maybe tails. (laughs) But, yeah, not really sure what the whole layout is for all the characters but i did enjoy what was up with it it's kind of like a possession type story in this one uh and then you get the final story which i always like takes you to the true manga feel and it's uh makes you go to the last page and then read from back to front like you usually do 
used to do with most manga. Uh, but this story is chapter two, Retrieve the Sword, with our two little elfin-type characters. Uh, it's a black-and-white story. It's fantasy layout. Just them trying to keep alive and do their... They do certain missions, help help each other, help others out as they need to, or take care of things the way they need to, to get the things they need to stay alive in life. And it's just... I enjoyed it, that story. I'm looking forward to more of that one. I... Uh, Got magazine number. Well, this is number three now that I'm opening. So I got the first three. I think I might have the fourth one coming, and then I think I might took might have stopped after that, or I got fourth and fifth. Or I don't think I went all the way to the sixth one. I thought it was going to be a short run, so I decided to jump off it, and I did that before I got the first issue. Then I was like, man, I should have probably stayed on it because I have enjoyed some of the stories. And it's just, yeah, I'd like to, I'll have to find the ones that I'm missing and fill in the little, fill in the spots that I need to to complete all my stories. Like this is, this one starts out with Foxy and Wolfie part three. So we get more of that story that's going on with the, School students battling away and dealing with their things in the library and learning about people's certain people's powers and stuff like that, uh, which was enjoyable. And we also get to meet a teacher in this episode. And I have a feeling that that teacher might have a little little something something up his sleeve so we'll see what happens but uh, it takes place mostly in osaka japan it looks like and the next story is also one from the last issue that we just read to go into fluff's fury part two and we get to find out what's going on with our little janitor buddy and his punishment and why he's being punished, what's going to happen with it, and all that stuff. And then we get Chapter 3, A Tragic Battle of our little elfin-like characters in our little fantasy world. And that story's getting deeper and deeper. and Further into their travels, they're starting to get... They kind of, like, joined up, not knowing each other much. And now they're kind of slowly becoming little friends and... Who knows, they'll probably end up being lovers in the future. But yeah, it's, it is a fun story watching them go town to town, deal with whatever happens in each town. But yeah, those mini stories, I love them. They always, always are entertaining. That way, if you have one, one you don't like, you're going to probably find one you do like out of them. So. That's always a good thing instead of hating the whole book that you just read. Then we got Ninja High School. Where peeps the peeper? 
The Kironi threat is closing in on the town of Pootville. Professor Steamhead has assembled a crew for Petunia's ship to help find a way to stop them. But before anything can happen, they have an important question to answer. Where peeps the peeper? This done by Ben Dunn, which I love everything I've followed of his over the years. And uh, I came across this. I came across this group of kids a while back. I want to say years ago. I remember seeing something with them. But then I got into Squirrel Girl character, and they got this squirrel character that's kind of like a hillbilly squirrel girl in their crew. And so I'm like, yeah, I want to read some more of that, see if I can get into that storyline. And it's fun. I'm not big into the group of kids with superpowers type stories, but this group of kids... They're enjoyable to watch. Uh, In this story, we kind of get a watcher-type character that the classmates meet that just so happens to be the peeper. (laughs) And uh, it's interesting what happens with him, what they do to him, what he has to offer what he tells them that I mean, some things that he's not supposed to tell them and stuff. But yeah, it was definitely interesting. Interesting. And then in the back of the book, we have Combat Me- Mecha Tiger X Part 3, which is a ongoing story that I've missed out on some of the storylines. So, But this feels like it gives me the feel of Transformers, Voltron, Battle Cats, all that type of stuff thrown together. And maybe even a little Mecha Godzilla in there. <laughs> but it's an interesting enough story. I'd like to get the whole the first two issues i think i have i'm pretty sure i have ninja high school number 182 but i don't think i have 181 i don't know i'd have to look back at my episodes that i've done then next up we have quick stops number one by kevin smith jeremy simser and andrew thomas I love how this takes us back to Holden McNeil crosses over with the chronic, a chronic con thing and takes us into the blunt man and chronic uh, storyline and reflects back at some of the old days with clerks and all that. And I don't remember ever hearing anything about Holden ever being a clerk at quickie smart or quick what is it a quick trip stuck on my head quick mart or quickie mart but according to this he was and we find get some fun hilarious stories from his past 
and get to see some things happening at the Comic-Con, Chronic-Con, currently, and this was wonderfully done. This is what I like to see from Kevin Smith. I'm not big on the Masquerade book that he's doing at the moment, and what's the other one? Uh, I can't remember, and I didn't jump on his uh, Green Hornet run or anything like that. I like the clerks, mall rats, chasing Amy, Dogma, all those things. The early movies of Kevin Smith keep with all those storylines. That's what I want to see. The other ones, I got to quit jumping on. Uh, they're just not, not pulling me in like the rest is. But these remind me of the old school... Oh, were they just the Clerks comics? I, there's another name for them, but my brain is in lockdown. Uh, oh, well, but I have a bunch of them. We've reviewed some of them in the past. We'll be reviewing more in the future, I'm sure. But they all run off the whole clerk storyline and stuff, and those are all wonderfully fun enjoyable issues i'm looking forward to the rest of these i believe this is going to be a four issue run this is something that i'm enjoying that i'd like to see go longer and then there's other shit i'm reading that's uh, like some of the spawn runs that are on 12 13 issues and it's like why, why didn't you guys stop at four or six Next up, we have, uh, last up, we have two Trick or Read books. This year's Halloween comic freebies that the comic ships for, shops were handing out were called Trick or Read. Free comics for all ages. First one is Marvel Spidey and His Amazing Friends from Disney Junior. Uh, I love they show you how to read a comic in the beginning. The inside cover, both front and back, has a cutout mask that you can do. The uh, story brings us characters like Spidey, Miles Morales, Ghost Spider, Miss Marvel, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Rhino, which is my favorite Spidey villain. But starts out with a story called Stomp That Stop That Pumpkin, where our, our spidey friends have to deal with a rogue loose pumpkin that's just autoac and we happen to see the green goblins the cause for it all. Uh, there's a keeping lookout web games that they have after that. Which is nice. And you got lots of things. You got games. You got masks. You got stories. You got all kinds of fun in here. We have rainy day heroes where our heroes go to play in the park. And they end up getting rained out. And they just so happen to do some things to make it a more enjoyable day. Um, we have the big library prank where our characters happen to see... A villain causing some problems at a library. There's get to know the Green Goblin 
thing game type. Oh, they have a super spidey plan thing laid out in here, and that thing to introduce you to Green Goblin. It's just a, just a fun little game type story type thing here. Uh, we have Snack Attack, where the kids in non super character mode uh, dress end up trying to bake some something a treat for aunt may and there's pumpkin capers which is some more games for you to play with and then there's the story where's rhino where you keep seeing these rhino like uh sized body holes and buildings that rhino just so happened to run through and Miles Morales tries to figure out what's going on with that, and yeah, that was nice. A bunch of little, a bunch of little stories again. Then we had Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which was a lot of fun seeing these characters and kind of like a little bit of origin story, getting to meet the what is it, Moon Boy. And the dinosaur in the Jurassic realm and then crossing over to our realm. But I am out of time, so we're going to have to end it there. And we will get back to you right after this with the MS health portion of the show. So hang in and we'll be back. All right, let's get to the health portion of the show where we're going to talk about more crap that I got sent to me or had pile up in my files that I want to get through. Just remember that I'm not a doctor. I'm just going over shit that I got or shit that I dealt with or stuff that I'm decide to talk about or whatever, but don't take my opinion or anything. I'm just talking about it and telling you what I think about certain things and just trying to make sense out of this damn disease other things of life always talk to your doctor or your medical staff about anything you have questions or concerns about so all right they say in the, like this article here they're talking that the risk of trans transitioning from relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis to secondary progressive multiple sclerosis has declined significantly after the introduction of disease-modifying therapies. I can understand that to a point and agree with that to a point, but I also know a lot of people, such as myself, that have been on multiple disease-modifying therapies to only end up getting worse and worse with each therapy as I went, where I start to wonder, well, would I have had as many issues because of the stress that the DMT has put on my body and all the side effects from the DMT have caused me and maybe those are the reasons why I progressed is the way I did and not that it was a slower progression than it would have been if I didn't have the DMTs so I don't know and some people they work with some people have issues with them but Let's see. 
CPAPs. Let's say a poorly maintained CPAP machine doesn't only wreak havoc on your skin, instead it can go beyond simple acne and affect your health. Because as it turns out, breathing in organisms that grew out of a dirty CPAP mask can also increase your risk of developing some lung conditions. That's nice to know. People have filed CPAP lawsuits and all that because of things. Let's see. Aside from its most common side effects, however, questions about its potential effect on the lungs are on the risk, although considered rare. There are lung problems potentially linked to CPAP use, including asthma, cough, difficulty breathing, pneumonia, pneumonitis, Reactive airway disease. I was told not to worry about anything. And then I had my old CPAP hose and mask after I got my new mask. I left them in the CPAP bag that the hose came in. I zipped it up in there and just set it aside, put a whole brand new hose in my new mask, which is comes off the nose now instead of I mean, it comes literally just two little things going into the nose, nostril cavities, and it, the hose runs directly from the nose area. Whereas my old one, the hose came off the top of my head and had a long, wide nose base to breathe in and out of. But I noticed after sitting for a while, the thing had all kinds of weird dry white stuff built up in the mask and hose and i'm guessing from the water segment water stuff from the humidifier in inside the machine and all that stuff and i'm like well that's kind of freaking scary so i go from snoring a little bit to not being able to breathe and what the hell so i don't know i was told not to worry I had those breathing issues a while back. I still have them. I still, I've had breathing issues for a while now. And I mentioned them to my CPAP, my pulmonologist person. And they're all like, oh no, that's not going to cause anything like that. So it's like every doctor I come up to and say that, well, is, could this cause an issue? And it's something that relates to them. They're like all defensive and no, 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 that can't cause any problems. It's like, let's. Be honest with each other. Let's tell the truth. Let's figure this shit out. I mean, don't sit there and lie to me. Don't sit there and try and cover your ass just because it's something that you might have prescribed. I mean, work with me. I just want to feel better. <laughs> that's all I give a shit about. But if you're going to lie to me and be a dick, that's when the lawsuits come out. So it's like, just work with me. Help me out. But nope. Every one of them just, I talked to like four doctors that week because I think I was on two different medications that we started. So that was two of the doctors. One doctor told me to cut one of my medications. So we talked to that doctor and then I talked to my pulmonologist and they're all like, no, none of our shit could have done anything. So, okay. 
I'll just live till I die, and then your problem will be gone, I guess, and you won't have to worry about it. It's like the moron that I go up to the car place. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into this. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. I'll just make it quick. I put my foot on. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I am. Put my foot on the brake pedal. Brake drops to the floor. Happened to me multiple times. Tell the people because there's a recall about that on my car. And they're like, well, we can't get it to do it. And if it's not going to do it for us, then we're not going to replace it. Uh, the recall wants us to wait until you have it where it's continuous. So basically, if it happens to me and I'm doing 70 miles an hour on the highway and I got to stop, hit the brakes for a semi or something in front of me and I crash into it and die. Then you'll fix my fucking car. That's how I feel about how my doctors are doing with my health right now. And it's really pissing me off. So, yeah. Watch out for that. But they sit there and say... A more common CPAP side effect is difficulty breathing or shortness of breath. Although it may be easier to breathe in, you may experience some difficulty in breathing out against the air pressure. I agree. I agree with that 100%. I do have that. Uh, it is a small breathing device in which one pressure is used for inhalation and a lower pressure is used for exhalation. Now, if you need to adjust your device's settings, you got to consult your doctor and have them adjust it. It's like, oh, why can't I adjust it so I can get the feel for it when I'm laying there with it on? Uh, the most serious lung condition that can potentially affect CPAP users is pneumonia. Growing evidence suggests that sleep apnea patients may be at an increased risk of developing pneumonia. It's an infection that inflames the air sacs or alveola alveoli in one or both lungs it can cause symptoms such as cough fever chills and difficulty breathing breathing i've had the cough issues and the difficulty breathing issues chills i get once in a while but i haven't had fever problems um The Canadian Medical Association Journal examined the incident of pneumonia in more than 34,000 patients who were divided into two groups, the CPAP users and the control group. Researchers found the CPAP users were 32% more likely to develop pneumonia compared to the control group. Let's say. Researchers speculate that the increased risk could be because of a greater potential for the aspiration of liquid and other contents that may contain bacteria. There's pneumonitis, which refers to inflammation of lung tissue. It is an allergic reaction that happens when substances like dust, mold, and bacteria irritate the air sacs in your lungs. Uh... Some of its most common symptoms are cough, fever, chills, headache, difficulty, breathing, fatigue, loss of appetite, and unintentional weight loss. And they say clean your CPAP machine. Uh, 
they say those conditions can happen if you don't take proper care of your CPAP, not adequately sanitizing your device. Um, I call bullshit. I I, I clean my device once a week. So why should I have to worry about doing any more than that? I mean, that should be all right keep it fresh and going and then they i don't like the heater and stuff i've mentioned that i smell plastic burning sometimes and no nothing to worry about yeah, we're not gonna worry until you're dead and then we're not gonna worry because we're gonna quickly put you in the earth so they can uh, deteriorate your body or we'll burn you and get ready at the evidence so we don't have to worry about it then your wife will be without you but yeah, we're not going to financially compensate her or nothing because fuck it. You're dead now. You're not our problem anymore. <laughs> it's just how I feel with everything medical lately. Uh, with the recent recall on Philips CPAP devices, more questions are being raised about the safety of CPAP machines. Some studies also link the devices to an increased risk of developing lung problems including pneumonia. Although considered rare, you can still be at risk of these lung conditions, especially if you neglect to clean your CPAP machine. If you're unsure where to start, you can always refer to your device's user manual. There are also general instructions on this article for you to refer to in taking care of your equipment. Being committed to keeping your device clean can also keep, also be the key to having a successful CPAP therapy. Yeah, right. I mean, it doesn't matter if the device is clean, if the water is... I mean, where you're getting the water from could cause you a problem. I might have bottled distilled water like I was told, but for some reason I got white sediment on my hose and in my uh, CPAP facial device. I don't understand should be clean water that I'm getting if I'm buying it in a jug, but obviously not. Uh, let's see. That's Healthy Food Magazine. Uh, they're talking. I must have been looking up something with, on kombu, kombucha, kombucha and detox foods. Uh, cause they're getting into stuff like that. Best foods to eat during the detox. Uh, let's see some healthy staples that you should always have on hand in your kitchen dried and canned beans and lentil always handy to have if you don't have nothing for dinner you can always quickly make something out of those nuts seeds and their butters there's so many different types of nut butters and stuff nowadays Grains, these are all pretty much things that should be able to be shelf-stable for a good amount of time, I would think. Uh, frozen fruit and vegetables, I prefer to get the frozen because from working at a canning factory and stuff, you learn that the fro- frozen items are like picked from the fields and cleaned and then flash frozen bagged and froze away and they keep some nutrients whereas the stuff that's fresh is just sitting there losing nutrients as it sits and then the canned is 
The can and frozen are probably the better ones. They're all, but I'd say the frozen is the best, best in my opinion. But if you want more nutrients from your fruits and vegetables, uh, honey and maple syrups, they also work as great sweeteners in foods. Apple cider vinegar, and it has so many uses from cleaning to diet to flavorization to making all kinds of healthy things like my I love I haven't had it in so long I gotta make a fresh batch of my homemade salad dressing uh, healthy fats for cooking and there's so many out there like coconut oil ghee olive oil extra virgin olive oils you just look into them use the right ones for the right temperatures Olive oil is not going to go over 325. Well, after that, you're going to probably start seeing some smoking of the oil. So you're going to want to use different oils for higher heats. Uh, fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, pickles. And you can can stuff. It'll last for a long time. Store it away. Spices and dried herbs are... Always wonderful to add some flavor to your foods. And a lot of key ones to have to have on hand for health wise would be like turmeric, cayenne pepper, rosemary, cinnamon, ginger, oregano, and cumin. They all offer lots of impressive health benefits and fighting inflammation uh, garlic and onions are a main staple to many recipes uh, long-lasting fresh fruits and veggies if you can find any but the uh, ones that will last long are like your sweet potatoes your squashes your Gourds, your apples, beets, cabbage, uh, butternut squash, spaghetti squash, rutabagas, pomegranate, carrots, citrus fruits. And also when you're storing stuff, you can also like squirt some lemon on it to keep it from going brown and bad. Uh, frozen fish, poultry, and meat. And They'll stay edible much longer if they're kept it at the right temperature. Like fresh chicken and meat will be safe for up to a year when kept frozen. Which is good to know because I still got a turkey from last year. I got to cook this Thanksgiving and I already bought a new turkey for this Thanksgiving. <laughs> but you can't go wrong when it's 40 cents a pound or whatever. Healthy condiments. Like hot sauces, tahini, and stuff like that. Uh, salsa, coconut aminos, balsamic vinegar, coconut butter, mustard, nutritional yeast, tamara, or tamari, raw honey, sriracha, or just some that can come in handy. Eggs are a versatile food and can be enjoyed whenever. Uh, 
they're perishable, but they can last up to five weeks in the fridge. Full fat yogurts. Oh, there's some good ones out there now. I like to go with the Greeks, the more healthy yogurts, but look at the ingredients because some can be nasty. But basically having a your fridge pantry and freezer stocked with healthy foods can ensure that you always have ingredients on hand to prepare a healthy meal, a healthy home-cooked meal. By purchasing a few of the foods listed above during your next few grocery outings, your kitchen will be fully stocked with healthy staples before you know it. Just grab the ones that are on sale. Each week that you go shopping, if you see any that any of those ingredients that are on sale, pick them up and start stocking your pantry so you're good to go for winter. You don't have to worry about finding things to make a meal if you have a good variety of items at your home. Uh, Stress is bad for us. Keep it away. It's just gonna, it can set off other issues and other problems. My cat's pushing me. He's being a dick. He obviously wants a friend to come upstairs and play with him and let him outside. Nobody will let him play, but we're going to finish this off first before I go do that. That stress, which is a feeling of being overwhelmed by mental or emotional pressure, is a very common issue. But we want to keep it out of our our routine because it's just going to cause other anxiety and problems. Stress can cause a wide, wide variety of symptoms, including decreased energy, insomnia, libido changes, and depression, which are all bad. My cat's playing with the microphone. The physical symptoms of chronic stress are varied and vast and can include acne, headaches, rapid heartbeat, sweating, changes in appetite, digestive issues, chronic pain, and more frequent infections or bouts of sickness. Because stress can be caused by a variety of issues and symptoms, can vary from person to person, Treating it depends on personal factors. However, certain lifestyle changes like exercising, taking breaks from the 24-hour news cycle, and talking with friends or trusted advisors may provide some relief. Chronic stress can affect your entire body, and if left untreated, may There's a beeping thing going on, which I don't know what it is. Something is beeping down here. But if left untreated, may drastically reduce your quality of life through chronic pain, increased risk of certain diseases, and changes in mental health. So keep that stress out of your life. It's not good for us. What is saw palmetto? If you're coping with common concerns such as prostate issues or hair loss, 
you may wonder whether any natural supplements will help. Saw palmetto, sereno rapens, a type of palm native to the southeastern United States, is commonly used in supplements to improve prostate health, balance hormone levels, and prevent hair loss in men. Plus, it's associated with a variety of other benefits, including decreased inflammation and improved urinary function, which I could use with my UTI at the moment. Let's see some promising benefits of it. Saw palmetto may ward off hair loss and increase hair density by decreasing levels of a specific enzyme related to hair loss. It may improve urinary tract function, particularly for those with prostate issues. And of course, more research is needed for everything. Some studies indicate that saw palmetto may help improve symptoms of BPH but research is inconclusive. Saw palmetto is high in antioxidants and has been shown to decrease inflammation in animal studies. Uh, Test tube, human, and animal studies show that saw palmetto can help regulate testosterone levels by decreasing the activity of an enzyme that converts testosterone to DHT. I feel like we read this the other day. It's, uh, it's like, yeah. Saw palmetto is available in capsule, soft gel, and tablet form, which can be taken in doses of 320 milligrams per day. It's also found in ground, dried, liquid extract, or tea form. It may cause mild side effects and shouldn't be taken by those who are pregnant, nursing, or taking certain medications. So, check into that if you would like. Hmm. And I'm not going to get into these. Uh, I don't think I need rounded shoulders. There's some exercises for some rounded shoulders. I don't know why I was looking that up at one time. Some celebrities that with MS that we're talking out are Terry Garr, Jack Osborne, and Jamie Lynn Sigler. I have been talking about their MS issues. how much time we got yeah, we got five minutes we can run through there Jack Osborne was diagnosed in 2012 when he was 26 years old he was at a gas station when he noticed that his vision was impaired within two days he lost 90% of his central vision and underwent a series of tests one of those, an MRI scan, which showed lesions on his spine and brain. 
doctors told him that he had MS, he began taking medications, his vision returned, but he still has days when eye issues affect him. And ex- And he's experienced periods when his hands don't grip properly and others when his vision wanes. He also struggled with depression, fear, and fatigue due to the disease. So, yeah, he's not dealing with too many of the issues of MS. As some of us do, Terry Garr is known for, well, Young Frankenstein's my favorite, Tootsie and stuff, but. She lived with the secret for many years and initially noticed her symptoms in 1983 when she began to trip while jogging. The higher her body temperature rose, the weaker she felt. She asked doctors about her symptoms, but no one could definitely nail down her diagnosis until 1999 when she found out she had MS. She developed a limp that sometimes prompted her to use a cane or wheelchair, and she has also discussed weakness in her right leg and arm. She once told Brain and Life magazine that to keep stress and anxiety at bay, she aimed to simplify her life by prioritizing which activities were the most important. And she noted that she tries to exercise whenever possible. Then Jamie Lynn Sigler initially found out she had MS when she was playing Meadow Soprano on the HBO show The Sopranos. Then she was 20 years old. She kept her diagnosis quiet for 15 years, privately dealing with symptoms such as balance problems and bladder issues. After revealing the diagnosis, diagnosis, she opened up about Some of the symptoms that affect her, including required rest after walking for too long, not being able to run, and struggling with climbing stairs. When I walk, I have to think about every single step, which is annoying and frustrating, she told People Magazine. Other celebrities who have publicly discussed an MS diagnosis include Neil Cavato, Cavuto, C-A-V-U-T-O, John King, Selma Blair, Christina Applegate, and and McDonald, Montel Williams. But, yeah. I mean, they're not mentioning a lot of symptoms that are extreme in my life, so I can't connect with them that well but yeah i like to keep an eye on everybody see where they're going and try and make sure they aren't giving us high hopes for things that other people can't get help from because that annoys me but they can just follow them and see how they go through life dealing with it while they get celebrity status and we don't get any recognition (laughs) we gotta struggle to get help or just get ignored constantly but They have the resources many of us wish we had to try and get things figured out. But we're out of time, so we're going to go end it here. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Under the call, under the call of MS. And we'll get back to you again soon.